Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategies. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into some of the mistakes that I made as I started to make a lot of money. And, you know, this past weekend with family really got me present to what true wealth really is. You know, we had Kara's parents and her brothers and their kids. There's four nieces. They're all incredible. Uh, love them, throw them around in the pool, have a blast. And they all, we're at our um, our house for the weekend, or most of it, you know, playing in the pool. Then, of course, we had to go down to the beach, which pretty much buzz killed everything. Because, gosh, you know, when you go to the beach, it, it's just kind of—I don't know—it's just kind of boring. You just sit there. I mean, I don't know. We sit there, and then you get sand in your car. So I had to clean out my car today, and I'm like cursing the beach, right? So I'd rather just go to the pool. It's so much easier. So playing with the kids, you know, throwing them around, grilling out, having a, having laughs, you know, kicking back, enjoying, relaxing. And then, you know, last night, Sunday night, I go to golf with my wife and we played 18 holes. I love playing golf with her. We have, we just have such a great time. We laugh. We, uh, sometimes cry (laughs) with some of our shots, uh, hit my best score since my, uh, since the day before we got married and I, you know, of course I got to tell her that like, man, that was a long time ago since I uh, put a round like this together, which that's for me, that's wealth, you guys. So, <laughs> you know, I think that, um, society tells us that making lots of money and accumulating lots of money will almost certainly make us happy. And I'm here to tell you that's not the case really at all. Now I know that like that probably sounds strange coming from a guy who's doing a show on indestructible wealth and financial wealth and, you know, figuring out the money game. And I want to make sure that you guys understand that although money and wealth are great and trust me, I love making a lot of money. I love, you know, keeping it and I love growing it. Um, but at the end of the day, there's, always got to be a balance, um, with your life. And for me, that balance got, it got out of whack and I'm going to explain kind of like what were some things that happened. And so potentially you guys can avoid this as you start growing your, your, your businesses, growing your income, growing your portfolios, because if your heart is not in the right place, then making more will not serve you. It will potentially lead to your own self-destruction. And don't get me wrong, you know, don't twist this into an excuse (laughs) to not earn all you can and grow all that you can, or that money is the root of all evil. You know, money is incredibly important in today's life. As we've talked about, it's, it's a, but it's a tool and that's all it is. So here's what I discovered through some pretty serious introspection after having a pretty high earning year that, uh, you know, and then I still wasn't all that happy. 
you know, and I think a lot of people in business and entrepreneurs, they find this out too. Um, you know, and, and so I want to help you guys maybe not find this out the hard way, or maybe you guys just are like me and you got to figure it out for yourselves. You're going to listen to what I have to say, and then you're really going to kind of just put it aside and then you're going to do what you're going to do. And, uh, some lessons, I guess we got to learn ourselves. We can only learn through experience. So you know what? I'm cool with that too. But if there's something, some way that I can, um, enlighten you guys a bit, give you guys a bit of, uh, you know, experience and wisdom here, then I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to give it my best. Right. So first off, you know, I was so focused on success and business, you know, making money that I was not at all connected to my wife. And, um, I was working all the time and chasing the next deal and chasing the next sale, you know, and I couldn't take an hour out at any point, you know, in the day, morning, afternoon, evening, you really to sit down and connect and talk and, you know, maybe watch a show or, you know, go golfing together or, um, whatever the case, you know, that I didn't take the time to do that. It was like literally two ships passing in the night. So that's not, that doesn't ever work because, you know, the source of all of like most of your happiness, 85% of all your happiness in life comes from your relationships with other human beings. And of course we know that the number one relationship, uh, well, next to, you know, with our creators, with, um, with our spouse. So when that relationship with, uh, you know, pretty, it was my fault for sure. Um, wasn't, you know, all that connected, then, uh, I just wasn't all that happy and fulfilled. So that was something that, you know, you guys really got to make sure that you're present to, cause we get real busy. You know, I know entrepreneurs get super busy in, um, and, and dialed into building and grinding and growing and, just be on guard for this creeping into your kind of into your lives. And I see it. I've had, I've had younger entrepreneurs come to me and, and tell me about this. And then I tell them, well, here's what I would do. You know, I'd really, I'd really focus on this. I go to counseling. There's nothing wrong with going to counseling. You know, if you're in that spot and they just go back, they change for a week and then, you know, then they're back to where they were before. And that, that road, eventually leads to a crash. So, you know, you want to, you, you definitely want to catch yourself before you get to that point. The second thing is I let my competitive side get out of control as I thought I needed to prove myself. You know, that's my primary strength is competitiveness. You know, I'm sure for a lot of you, you're fierce competitors, even if you would like to admit it or not <laughs> to be really successful in business, you got to have some level of competitiveness of competitiveness within you. For me, it was just, that was it. That's my number one strength, but it's also my number one weakness because it can get totally unchecked. It can get totally out of hand if I don't harness it correctly. So money was my new way, you know, after being out of the sports game, you know, I don't really compete in sports. I don't compete in golf. When I go out and play golf, I just go out to compete with myself and get better. I, I didn't, I didn't ever find it was, good for me to keep compete with other people in that game. I just start focusing too much on the competition instead of just enjoying it. But that was my way of keeping score. And you know, this is a game you'll frankly never win because there's always going to be millions more out there who are going to do better than you. <laughs> and at the end of the day, a lot of them find out if they do win it, 
that they won that game at the expense of being happy and the expense of being fulfilled. So, you know, you got to be careful and be on guard to competitiveness, comparing yourself to others. Number three, you know, this happens a lot uh, with entrepreneurs in the grind and really trying to grow is that they neglect their personal outlets, you know, your hobbies, things where when you play, you're like a kid again and you lose all sense of time awareness. That's how you know that you're in your outlet when you don't even think about time at all. You're just totally immersed in it. You're not looking at the clock, watch, whatever. You are just like, you're just in the zone and you're, you're, you're loving it. You're enjoying yourself. You know, I love playing poker and I love shooting the shit with the guys, you know, making fun of each other, maybe, you know, having a couple cocktails, you know, just totally immersed in the competition, immersed in just the camaraderie. I love it. You know, I love getting outside and golfing and, and trying to improve and, and to get better and just being a part of, you know, being out in nature, you know, I just don't get outside enough and getting outside, getting the fresh air, getting some exercise, playing a game that I love, you know, and I completely drop those things in order to make money and to, to make deals. And that guys, that will catch up to you. You can do it for a, you can do it for a period of time. And I'm not telling you not to, to like go hyper-focused and all in on, you know, growth and, and business because there is seasons and there are times where you need to just be totally dialed in and not get distracted with other things. But you go too long, especially, you know, I know as a man, you know, men need outlets. Uh, and not to say that women do too, don't either. I mean, I just don't understand women. Right? <laughs> I don't get you. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't get how you can go shopping and that's an outlet for you. <laughs> I don't get, I don't get what you, I don't get how you're, you're, you're wired. So it's harder for me to, to say what's an outlet for you or how important it is. But I know for men, if we don't get an outlet, Ooh, man, it's just chipping away at our very soul. It's chipping away at us and we get more and more down in life. You got to get these outlets in guys. You got to, you got to go do the thing that you love to do. I know one of my, um, one of my guys on my team, he loves to play music. And I told him, I'm like, dude, it's until you like get that outlet, at least figure out how to get it a part of your life back in. You're just, you're going to be depressed. You're not going to be feeling your happiest. You got to get that in, figure out how to, how to get that outlet and that hobby back into your life. Um, you know, another thing that I found out is that I didn't have fulfillment. I had success. Success comes from what you get. I had the money coming in, lots of it. We had a nice car, the Tesla, I had the big dream house. I could buy pretty much whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted through a 40th birthday party, which costs like $15,000, $20,000. It was amazing. A two night party that will go down in history as the best 40th party. That's my competitive side coming out, you guys. But um, what I found is that I didn't have fulfillment 
because a lot of the people that I was pouring into, they kind of graduated. And this is part of the stages of like growth and entrepreneurialism. You'll have somebody that you're mentoring and you're, and you're pouring into, and then they kind of grow up and they graduate. Well, in this case, the people that I was mentoring, they grew up, they graduated high school, they graduated college, and then they got their master's degree and then probably went on and also got their doctorate. And now at that point, what is it that I really have to teach them or to pour into them? They, they, they know more about this business and a lot of it than I do. So I wasn't, I didn't have that, I didn't have that fulfillment any longer. And I didn't replace that fulfillment with new like people to mentor. I need, I need to be able to pour into people, you guys. And that's what fulfillment, that's what makes me happy. And that's why I finally got out of my comfort zone and launched this platform. Is because I was could I knew something was missing. I didn't know exactly what it was. So it took a few months of asking questions and going to coaches and introspection and going off golfing for several hours by myself so I could just be alone and at peace with my own thoughts and try to figure out what is it that was missing? What is it that I needed to bring into my life to get that next level of fulfillment? And so by by having this platform, even though it's small right now, I'm happy. I'm enjoying it. I love producing this content for you. I don't know you know, it could be just one person listening, probably really listening right now. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I know it's more than that because I see the downloads, but I try to, I try not to focus on the downloads. I'm just trying to focus on producing incredible, valuable content that can make a difference, helping younger entrepreneurs and professionals to not only master the money game and grow wealth, but to create whole life success. You know, another thing that I did, I took on a client who my instincts told me I should not, but I didn't listen. You know, I, um, I really had to work through this one because it ended up costing me a lot and it's, it's still costly. And I really struggled because I was beating myself up for a long time. Like, why did you do it? Your instincts told you not to do it. You knew you shouldn't have taken them on as a client and you did anyways, And so in a call with my uh, business coaches, they said, look, they said, you did the very best that you could with the knowledge and skills that you had at that time. You did the best that you could. So you need to practice forgiveness of yourself. You need to go back in time and essentially have a conversation with yourself and just say, hey, man, you did the best you could. You had great intentions. And it didn't work out. You were going to learn a great lesson or you already have learned a great lesson and you need to forgive yourself and let it be and be at peace with it. And so when I did that, man, was that energetically freeing? So if you guys have something in your life that you're maybe a financial mistake, God, I got plenty of those. You know, I had to go back in time and forgive myself for the financial mistakes that I've made. Because I think I should be a lot further along than I am, even though 
you know, we have a multi-million dollar portfolio. I still have regret. I still have some bitterness about things that have happened, things, mistakes I've personally made and partnerships that I formed that didn't um, serve me at all were actually very detrimental, right? I had to go back in time and I had to say, dude, you did the fucking best you could just chill out and you're, everything's going to be okay. So I want to tell you guys that go back, have that conversation. It may seem kind of stupid, (laughs) but it's going to enter. It's going to free up so much space and energy that you can then move forward and make better decisions because you have more knowledge. Now you have more experience. You have more wisdom. You're going to be able to make not make that mistake again, and you're going to be able to pour into somebody else and, and hopefully help them avoid that mistake as well. So look, I mean, you guys, you can figure this all out on your own and make these kind of mistakes. Um, but if you really want true authenticity and building your multi-million dollar net worth, but do it in a way that creates balance in your life then follow me on my other platforms as well. I have an Instagram handle, Indestructible Wealth. Uh, I'm even on TikTok, which is pretty much the same stuff as Instagram Reels or what's on my Instagram account. I just repurpose it on TikTok. Isn't that hilarious? I'm on TikTok. My, uh, my, my teenage nieces were making fun of me, you know, for my, like, they, I showed them one of my reels. They're like, who's going to watch that? <laughs> oh, it was great. I'm at uh, four followers on TikTok right now. And so my count went up from two to four. So I was like, in your face, in your face, Ava. She's my the oldest of my nieces. We have a, we have a $20 per platform bet that in 10 weeks from now, I'm going to beat her in total followers on both platforms, Instagram and TikTok. So uh, stay tuned. Let's see how this works out. But I need you guys to go follow me there. So I beat her because uh, I don't, I mean, that 20 bucks, that's going to be so good. I told her with that $20, I am going to buy the most incredible pizza of my entire life. And I'm going to eat it take a picture or video and send it to you with your money. I cannot wait. So uh, anyways, all right. So guys, I hope this helps. Um, Again, remember wealth is the original term or meaning of wealth was well-being. And if you're going to do this the right way, if you're going to build the money game, master the money game, build wealth the right way, then we need to be having balance and we need to, most of all, we need to have well-being. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.